action. <laughs> so exciting. Hi, Austin. Hi, Sophia. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm cold and warm <laughs> at the same time. It's... You're not grumpy anymore. <laughs> Never when we're podcasting. That's that's a safe haven for me. I think that'll be a fun episode to do. Actually, I was thinking that earlier. I get your real opinion on stuff you don't like, and ooh, yeah, get hardcore. <laughs> yeah, you've seen me grumpy quite a few times because we went to school together, <laughs> and that does not usually improve my mood. So, <laughs> so we'll do our weekly update. What have you been reading, and what have you been up to with your habits? My weekly reading, um, to be honest, and I think this is going to come up later in the podcast as well, I have not been reading that much this week because it feels like it's officially like the prologue to winter where we live. Uh Uh, Super snowy, super icy. Now it's like just rain and we're like kind of in fall again, but kind of not. (laughs) And classic Canadian weather. What day is it? I don't know. I like. It, it could be June. It could be December. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so I haven't been reading that much. I did just finish a really cool um, biography on Nancy Pelosi, which is really awesome. Uh, and she's like um, Speaker of the House. And yeah, she's a really cool lady. It was really interesting kind of hearing like the different roles she's played in government because I wasn't too familiar. One, I'm not American, so I don't understand their whole system pretty much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and two, like, yeah, just super cool lady, uh, kind of like a relatable background, like Italian Catholic. I'm like Irish Latina Catholic. She's pretty cool. (laughs) Like hearing about all the stuff she had to go through. That sounds really interesting. I'm not doing it justice. This is again, like (laughs) no caffeine and me trying to ramble, explain something. Um, As we are every week. (laughs) It's the life we live. It's the life we live. What about you? How's your week been? Not too bad. I forget what book I mentioned I was reading last week, but I finished the one I was reading, Caesar. Yes. And I started the one that follows that called The October Horse. Ooh. And I was telling you earlier today that I put a bunch of holds on stuff on Overdrive. Yeah. Like three or four, and they all came in at the exact same time. So I had to, I, feel, I felt like I was having to choose my favorite child for which book I wanted oh to choose God. to take out. I feel like the same way, because I, I think you're using the KPL Overdrive as well, right? Yes, I am. That one is like all the new books come out. Everyone goes on the list and it's like, oh, there's like a six month wait. Sure, whatever. I sign up. I forget about it. And then 45 things come in at once. And I'm like, who placed these holds? This is not me. I I don't know. So I've gone into like a mini Star Wars phase because I have Disney Plus and they have all the Star Wars stuff on there. So I found a Star Wars audio book on Overdrive. Okay, I'm I'm on hold or it's on my wish list for um. A Queen Amidala one, like a Padme situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I I like the quote-unquote trashy trilogy that came out in, like, the 2000s, which is so very we're, controversial. We're going to have to do a Star Wars episode at some point, then. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can hear my um, defensive about why I like those. In that I episode. like them, too. So we'll be on the same page for that one. Oh, my God. This is why we're friends. Because everyone <laughs> always judges me so hard. But look... We're going to get into it later, but I have my reasons. I've been trying to get Kate to watch the three prequels. She's watched the third one. Uh-huh. She's like, I don't have to watch the first two. But I'm like, you're not going to get the what? whole story if you don't. <laughs> a crime. She's giving me dirty looks in the corner. <laughs> this is why we need Kate on the podcast. She has to keep us in line. She's our referee. 
We should make the cover for the cover image for this episode. Dirty look from Kate. <laughs> Kate's like, I'm gonna sue you. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's our update, <laughs> which brings us to our topic. Uh huh. Because we've been hit with winter so hard already. Yep. We we're talking about what our winter reading habits are. Yes, we are, and I'm so excited about it because it made me realize that I have like none. <laughs> me too <laughs> but the more I reflected on it the more I realized that so like on a tangent um I am totally not like a Christmas movie person other than like Home Alone and like I guess the only like experience I've had with that is like you know the excitement you get in like elementary school when like your teacher rolls in the tv and it's like elf or something and you're just excited not to do work not even uh-huh. matter what um but then I realized that one I am into Hallmark now because of grad school because of the friends <laughs> that I'm in and two I am a Hallmark Christmas reader mm. boom did not realize that I was even like that until you gave me this topic and I sat down to think about like okay what do I do differently in winter reading compared to all the rest of the year I guess but like Canadian winter is like what three quarters of the year (laughs) I don't know so I was thinking about it and one of the things that I realized the most doing this podcast is that you and I love reading but we like usually delve into like very different genres Uh uh-huh and as you know, um, especially from our Instagram, uh, I'm a big romance reader. And I think that's maybe what's drawing me to the Hallmark. Because, like, I'm going to read you a list of, like, books that have come in on holds for okay. my winter-themed reading. I'm ready. Ready? 25 Days Until Christmas. We Met in December. The Mistletoe Matchmaker. In a Holidays. Yes, those all sound very Hallmark. (laughs) And if you look at the covers, like, yeah, they are. Like, and I didn't even realize that, but maybe it's just, like, I like the, like, fun of it because it's, like, it's so gross outside. You can't really do much. I mean, like, you can, but at the same time, it's, like, you're going to be freezing. It's not going to be as pleasant as it would be. So. I was thinking the classic image of, like, winter reading is curled up by the bonfire where it snows outside with a cup of hot chocolate and wrapped up in a blanket. So true. That is not my experience. That seems like the perfect thing to do with the uh, Hallmark books, though. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like if they had, like, their own, like, you know what? I don't even know if they have their own, like, publishing company. That would be something I'd be interested in because I feel like they must. They're, like, a finely tuned machine over there. I did not realize. And, like, I know that we go back to this so much because, like, again, like, this podcast is run by film majors, but like their like production and like script writing and like the actors they like rotate, it's so like well oiled, like it's mm. like a machine. And I didn't really realize that they like kind of have a structure very similar to like when you and I were learning about like stars being used as like vehicles and like uh-huh. that. So kind of into it, kind of like I don't know. I've heard they like they're like more um like they have more representation of like female and non-binary people. Oh there. yeah. Like a female dominated market. Interesting. Mm. Not sure if it's true. That's just the rumor mill. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen a Hallmark Christmas movie. They're not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't quote me on that. Um, 
it's not that they're not great. It's just that like, it's not something I would normally watch. It's only like in winter. And like, I'm thinking about it, but I'm also like. It would be kind of weird to watch a Hallmark Christmas movie like the middle of like June or something. I know people who do. I know people who do. (laughs) And it's so crazy because like, you know how some people are like, oh, Christmas in July. Like, I feel like Uh the kind of person who's like. That's true. Yeah. Lives in me all year long. I am Christmas. <laughs> like, I wish I could be that person, but <laughs> I don't have the energy. So, yeah. you have any traditions for books? Do you read each winter, or just kind of do you un- like keep on what you were reading before? Other than the Hallmark stuff, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think so. I don't think I have any. Like, there is a couple years there where I would like reread parts of like Jane Eyre because um, that's like my favorite book pretty much uh-huh. but yeah that's it there's, what only, about- there's only really one i can think of i think i mentioned this book every single episode of the podcast but let the yeah. right one in yeah because <laughs> that's kind of like kind of like a nightmare before christmas or it could be christmas or or wintry or halloweeny i love it halloweeny sounded terrible sorry i said that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the vampire book it takes place over the winter mm-hmm so I find it, I always like to read it during the winter because then I can kind of get in that mindset. I love but that. Other than that, there's no real Christmas books that I, or winter books I feel like I have to read every single year. That's kind of like, like scary at the same time though, because like <laughs> if you're reading something and it's like happening like during either a season or like a weather event or like a period of time that's like relatable <laughs> to you, wouldn't that make it like worse? Like, yes, but that's I like making it worse for myself. I guess I'm talking to like a, a major like horror book reader, so like I guess that is on brand. But like, there's no point in reading horror if you're not going to be scared by it. What? <laughs> uh, no, I can't relate to that. I'm a total chicken. I guess. <laughs> like, I I don't know. I don't mind watching like scary things. That's fine. But like reading them. I don't know if it's because like my imagination makes it worse because it feels more realistic. Uh-huh. It's just like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like even Shirley Jackson got to read it during the day. <laughs> Keep it safe. <laughs> yeah. So other winter reading stuff. I'm trying to think of what else we could even talk about. Let me see. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the dangers of winter reading (laughs) going off of your point of scary in the winter um super dangerous bringing your books outside in bad weather (laughs) is the worst feeling on the planet we were talking about this kind of um when I like I made an Instagram post talking about like bringing your your reading to like work or school or wherever and I constantly drop my books. I don't know what it is. I guess like maybe I'm just bad at holding things. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. But uh, yeah, stuff just flies out of my hands. And that's fine in the summer when it just drops on the sidewalk. (laughs) Some grass. It's okay. But in the snow or like a puddle is like the worst feeling on the planet. And I was thinking about it too because on Instagram right now, specifically bookstagram there are so many people showing off like um I don't know what they're called I guess like book protectors or book sleeves or something oh yeah I've seen those yeah and they're super popular and I'm like what a good idea like (laughs) I should have invested in this years ago but I need need, like a waterproof bulletproof one or something (laughs) (laughs) 
I just like can't trust myself bringing them outside. Speaking, speaking of this topic, I wanted to mention the darkest joke I ever heard you say today. Oh my god! <laughs> when I keep saying, "Is there anything worse than getting your book wet?" Or is there anything worse than all your loans coming in? Do you go? I don't know. Maybe getting run over. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, nothing. <laughs> um, that was one of the funniest things I've ever <laughs> seen you say. We're just hitting a point in 2020 where I have very little filter left. Um, it's a stream of consciousness. It's a, it is what it is. So, yeah. But like, really, there is no worse feeling. Let's be real. Like, because <laughs> uh, I have two, I guess, three accounts that I get audiobooks and ebooks from. Uh-huh. So uh, they all come in at once. And it's the worst because I can put up to 20 holds on one and 15 yeah. on another. And then the other you can borrow up to four a month. Oh, okay. So then I, every month comes along and it's the beginning of the month. And I get really excited because the one opens up because <laughs> you can only borrow four a month. So I'm like, that's great. I have my wish list ready. I select all four. <laughs> like wonderful. Imagine the, imagine the first day every month being like Christmas morning for you. <laughs> it pretty much is. <laughs> So I get so excited and I do that. And then as soon as I sign out those four books, and I'm like, beautiful, that's like my my month plan, whatever. Then all of a sudden, like eight other audiobooks come in. And I'm like, <laughs> why now? Why not any other time? <laughs> yeah, so that's it. We should make another episode, the worst things that can happen to book readers. Getting run over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would be one of them. I mean... Going back on your point about dropping your books in the snow, mm-hmm. I remember one time last year I was walking outside of the book and it was snowing. So I put my book like under my arm, under my jacket. Yeah. And it slid right out into the snow. No. Oh, I thought that I thought it was going to be a funnier thing where like you got deodorant on it or something. <laughs> like, what was in your armpit, Austin? Tell me. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I agree. I hate it, and it's like you want to bring it with you but like at the same time like as someone who uses public transit like not this winter I guess but like usually every winter I would like take a 25 minute bus ride in then I'd be walking like 10 minutes there 10 minutes to the bus stop and like I would try to carry as little as possible just because like it's so annoying to carry a heavy thing like on campus for 12 hours and I would still like bring a book with me usually and I had like zero regrets but also like maybe that's why I have back pain (laughs) maybe that's what happened (laughs) unclear even when I go to work I bring my backpack the only reason Uh I bring my backpack is so I can carry my book in it exactly exactly (laughs) that's it that's the thing and it's like it's so worth it and like we're talking about like winter reading habits and there's nothing better than feeling like you get home your face is like freezing. You think your nose is going to fall off and you just like lie down and you like crack open a book and your face is still like cold. <laughs> like, I don't know why that brings me like such a nostalgic feeling of like being like a little kid and like coming home. And I remember like there's a couple years there that we had like really, really bad snowstorms. Remember that whole like polar vortex situation? Oh, yeah. All that weird stuff. And so I remember like walking home in like I think grade three or four and the snow was like up to my waist. And I remember being so nervous because I had a library book in the bottom of my backpack. 
<laughs> so I was like, oh my God, like if the snow touches it, like what if the pages wrinkle? Like my librarian's going to be so upset. <laughs> he was so chill. He would not have been upset. He was a lovely person. But yeah. I don't know why I saw this random story, but I have a confession to make that's related to yours. <laughs> when I was in public school in like grade three or four, uh-huh. I took a book out from the library, the public yeah. or the school library, and then I lost it. <laughs> and then we moved away, so I never returned it. Okay, we've all been there, and, like, school librarians are real heroes. They get it. They're not, like, angry people, so don't even worry the about it. I'm I, not following you. The book I borrowed is part of a series, though, so now they're going to be missing <laughs> the school's missing that one part of the series. Hopefully they just replaced it. Hopefully they're <laughs> just like, oh, that's weird. That's missing. And then <laughs> that's fine. I like how we both decided on a topic that neither of us had anything to say anything about for us. <laughs> Well, it is really interesting, though, because it's like, oh, you know what? Another good point thinking about this is, is that every Christmas I always ask for like certain books and like uh-huh. my family are so nice and supportive because they don't like try to guess anymore because they don't know what I've read. Yeah, my family, too. Yeah. And like, so it's really nice to unwrap those. And I feel like I was talking about this on Bookstagram as well, where I have like a TBR pile that you and I have like discussed that I have a problem. Um, (laughs) And so I try to like get through like books that I haven't read yet before new ones come in for Christmas. That's a book habit I have in winter. Okay. I guess in those terms, my book habit is getting books for Christmas and not reading them for three years. Bravo, I say. (laughs) I support it. (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm trying to. I'm looking at my bookshelf now, and there's a lot that I got for Christmas last year. I haven't even opened yet. Closed <laughs> from the year before. I've Wait. opened them, but I haven't okay. actually. <laughs> I was like, they're sitting wrapped on your shelf. Oh no, no. <laughs> That's so yeah, I haven't cracked them open yet. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> oh man. So that's another thing for gifts. Do you prefer to get, like, ask for specific books, or get like a gift card so you can pick your own books? <sighs> I'm trying to be more mindful of what like. I'm getting and I feel like sometimes when I get gift cards I get like really like um I can't think of a better phrase than like trigger happy which I feel like is not a good phrase anymore um but just like I go in and I'm like yeah this is like kind of what I'm feeling like and then I just like buy something silly that I didn't even like have my eye on because I get distracted by like Uh the pics or whatever that's funny I do pretty much the exact opposite with cards because I'll have the gift card. I'm like, I want to save this for something that I really want. Oh. And I'll see something that I want. I'm like, oh, do I want it that bad, though? No, I'll just save the gift card. And then eventually I lose the gift card. I never actually use it. That's a beautiful cycle of life for that gift card. <laughs> He's like, he cherishes me so much, but then he just loses. It sounds like a literary love affair, to be honest. I think I have a gift card in my wallet. It was like 50 bucks. Uh-huh. I think I used 36. So I still have 14 or something. It's still sitting in my wallet from last Christmas. That's great, though. That's like. I don't know if gift cards expire. I sure hope not. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I guess we do have the opposite problem with that, because I feel like if I if I ask for something, then I have to be really specific because I'm like, oh, it's so nice that they're even bothering to do this. Like, I uh-huh. want it to be something that I like. Yeah, I tried that with my family, but they're not as well versed in browsing for books. I don't want to ask for something like (laughs) (laughs) I don't like asking for stuff that's really like obscure and niche as for me. Every time I walk into like like a Richard the Third section, I'm like, 
I feel like Austin has read all of these. They all look <laughs> very similar to me. I'm like, okay, here's a cover with a rose on it. Here's a cover with Richards on it. And then like all of them are the exact same one. <laughs> Someone needs to hire a graphic artist to figure that out. I think the only person I have more books of than Richard III is Augustus. Ooh. My boy. Yes. The club. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe that will be my goal like next year. That's another winter reading habit I forgot about, Austin. Sometimes I like to sit down because Goodreads always asks me, what's your yearly reading goal around New Year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. That's a winter reading habit, I guess. That happens. You must be at, what, 800, 900 books now for the year? <laughs> no, never. I'm I'm slowing down. I'm in a bit of a reading slump, as we discussed earlier, because it's cold. So I'm just like binging TV instead. Not I great. finally hit 20 books on my reading challenge. Yes! <laughs> yeah, but they're all like 900 and what, 50,000 pages? <laughs> like super impressive. Yeah, that's great. So I want to go back and touch again on the Hallmark books. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm curious as to like what that's all about. <laughs> What is it about? Um, I think it goes back to my childhood. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess like the phenomenon around like Christmas and like feeling cozy and like people always push like these things on you like, oh, like it's a time to like get together with your family and check in with your uh -huh. friends. And if you're like away for school or work, then you get to go home for the holidays. And it's like, it's stressful. It's emotional. Everybody's all over the place. So I'm guessing they're all feel-good, happy ending kind of books? Yeah, and that's what okay, I need I'm in December. That. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what I need in December, okay? I'm just here for, like, some positive reinforcement. I'm like, yes, you go, girl. <laughs> you went home for the holidays and your fake boyfriend who's also, like, an amateur, like, tree logger, Christmas tree farmer <laughs> on the side is in love with you. Boom. The end. Power to ya. Maybe it's not in the Christmas spirit yet, but so far winter's just... It's wet, it's cold, everything's gray. 100%. And it's also, like, <laughs> COVID, so it's, like, worse. You can't even, like, go places or, like, do anything, so it's, like, just a little bit extra this year. Speaking of COVID, we're going to be going into lockdown again, so we're going to have to do a COVID episode V2 a couple months down the line. Excellent. See if you learned anything from our first episode. Oh, Lord. Probably not. I, I honestly feel like I, I was in my group chat with my book club, and we were talking about like things that we've done this year and like our friend of the, the family slash podcast Cleo on our interview episode was like, yeah, I read a lot of books. And I was like, yeah, that's my 2022. That's what I did. Like that's, <laughs> you know, and uh, I think I'll always look back on this year as, as the year I read too much. <laughs> Is there really such a thing as reading too much though? Yes. <laughs> when you don't remember certain titles that you've read. Yes. <laughs> It's all a blur. There is one Christmas book that I've been meaning to read for like four years. Let me guess what it is. Is it A Christmas Carol by Charles It is Dan? not. Good. Oh, that sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's another horror book, actually. But okay. it's a Christmas horror book. On brand. Do tell. <laughs> Who's it by? From something. I'm trying to. I forgot who the author is. Give me Ooh. one second. I'll grab it off my bookshelf. Okay. Beautiful. My grandma got me this book. Love the people it. at home won't be able to see it, but I'll show you the cover. 
okay, we have to post that cover because I know who this is. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, Krampus the Yule Lord. So apparently that's, I think it's a German urban legend where it's an elo counter- counterpart of Santa Claus where he punishes the the bad kids. Tis the season. I so love my, that. <laughs> my grandma's Austrian, so I don't know if she grew up with this urban legend or something, but she really liked the book and she gave she lent it to me to read and I haven't yet, but... That's so exciting. <laughs> I have seen this before and I actually like, I wanted to like watch it because I thought it was just a movie. I didn't know there was books on it. Uh-huh. Really cool. The movie, I like the movie. It was... You saw it? It was cheesy, but it was like a good kind of cheesy. It was kind of like schlocky. I'm into it. I I'm like into- my schlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to watch that slash read more about it. Because that just seems like... Like, people always, like, deconstruct the whole Santa thing. And, like, my dad always says this, too, where, like, my dad never told me that, like, Santa brought me presents. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. <clears throat> but my my dad has always been, like, what am I going to tell her that, like, this old white dude came and dropped off these presents for her and he was like no like I bought you these and so like Santa would only come to my mom's house and so it was like really funny but like looking back at it yeah like it's kind of scary to think about like some old guy breaking <laughs> into your house while you're sleeping like that's scary enough in itself Stealing I don't even your know milk and cookies <laughs> I don't even know if we need a Krampus just saying not this year at least Please, not this year. It's like the, the final cherry on top. Oh. Yeah. Well, that okay, would so be a fun tradition. <laughs> Sorry. That would be a fun tradition, like you like reading the Krampus. <laughs> like 20 years down the road, like, why does Uncle Austin always read the Krampus <laughs> for the holidays? I should read it for this winter. This is pretty short. Is About it? 330 pages. Oh, compared to your normal, like, brick books. <laughs> It's illustrated too. Look at that cheery uh, holiday imagery. <laughs> <laughs> we need to share this um, on the Instagram because it, it looks marvelous. Yeah, so I guess for the, the people listening, it was a satanic goat's head in um, the, yeah. the Christmas horror book. <laughs> Perfect for the holidays. Just what everybody. A, a demon in a wagon full of coal. Nick? In a wagon full of coal. Oh, man. Oh, look at this Santa Claus. See, that's a scary guy. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see a, a six foot four jacked man with a huge white beard coming into my house at 3 a.m. No, I would not want to see that. Yeah, I never thought about it from that angle. That hard, but it is it is weird. Oh, man. Yeah. So yeah, if you were to recommend one Hallmark Christmas book, what would it be? Let me think about this. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't really started any. Again, this is a new phenomenon for me because oh, I okay. fell into the Hallmark trap <laughs> last year. Um, but like, I am about to read uh, "In Holidays" by Christina Lauren, which I was actually really excited to find out that. They're two best friends who write together. Austin, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. That could be us. We could we could pull off like a, a Santa book. Claus horror book. <laughs> oh my god, a cramp. Um, <laughs> Can we just go back? Was that holidays like H O L I D A Z E? Yeah, it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, similar to the Hallmark esque Netflix movie Holiday, featuring Emma Roberts, our Lord and Savior. 
Um, so yeah, I'm about to read In the Holidays. Uh, I'm excited for that. They have like really good books and two best friends writing romance. Awesome. So hopefully that's good. I've heard mixed things about it, but like everyone is talking about it in the book community. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I want to go off topic for this holiday question, but your opinion on holiday music. Hate it. I work retail. (laughs) (laughs) Can't stand it. Um, The large Canadian department store that I worked at that I won't name here um, (laughs) would play the same soundtrack from headquarters in Toronto. That probably spoiled a lot. Um, That was like 25 songs and they would play it on a loop. (laughs) I was hired during the seasonal like period and I worked two holiday seasons at that store and the same playlist it was the worst I would work like eight hour shifts and I'd be like I need to get out (laughs) I just felt awful and there was one song in particular that I'd never heard before um and it was like something about like um a marshmallow world or whatever I don't know anytime it came on I was always like I hate my life like I can't do it but I do like when like little kids are singing it like what my youngest brother is three and he we picked him up today from daycare he does forest school he doesn't go to regular preschool he goes to forest school okay kate did forest school actually when she was it's the one that kate worked at which <laughs> oh, okay is so excited i texted her i was like oh my gosh but i guess she wasn't working there this term because covid life oh. and so kieran is there right now he loves it and he came home and he was like his teachers taught him like Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> it was the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. So I like that aspect. When you said he's there right there, I thought you meant like at this moment, like 6 p.m. in the dark. <laughs> and oh, we forgot about him. <laughs> we better go. <laughs> no, he's home. Don't worry. We him. <laughs> no one was forgotten in this podcast today. <laughs> yeah. So on Christmas music, I find at the place I work at, which I guess I also won't mention, (laughs) Walmart. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) I kind of don't mind them playing Christmas music because the music they normally play is awful. Really? Makes me want to like stab pencils into my ears. I have never paid attention that much to it. (laughs) I should listen more. But on the other hand, the the songs they play, I like the songs, but they I guess they want to play the they don't want to pay the royalties. Um... So they play like cover Pop. versions yeah <gasps> no <laughs> look i love a good cover band when the moment is right um i went to see a spice girls tribute band with my friend <laughs> mel my dear dear friend mel who i love and we went and it was the best time of my life and i remember distinctly like we were waiting for them to start it was like this tiny little place like it's maxwell's you know it obviously um but it's like on like university tiny place but super cool and like they started and like the audience was screaming so loud that like Mel was like, they, they do know that it's not the real Spice Girls, right? Like everybody can like take it down a notch. <laughs> I was, like, having the time of my life. It was so Were fun. you one of the people screaming at the top of your lungs? A hundred percent. A hundred percent I was. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I have one more question for the holiday season. Okay. Tomorrow's Black Friday. Are you going to be doing any Black Friday book shopping? I'm making like a really like in pain face because I want to, but like I probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> I I noticed that Indigo was doing like a, a like Plum Plus members. I'm not a Plum Plus member. I'm just Neither a- am I. I'll get your opinion on that in a later episode. 
Yeah. I have some questions about that. I have some feelings about it. That's a good topic we should discuss. Um, but I, I noticed they were doing a pre-sale. And then, like, when I guess, I guess they must have gotten to the general, you know, plebeian peasant plum members, a.k.a. us, <laughs> at some point for the Black Friday sale. But I didn't notice. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of wish they, that they were still doing that. Remember that, like, promotion they were doing a lot where it was, like, buy two, get one free or whatever? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I kind of like that better than like the extra plum points sometimes. Um, Cause I love the plum points, but they take a while to stack up. That's yeah. another thing like with gift cards, you know, I said, I always want to save yeah. for something like special. Yeah. I do the same thing with my plum points. Me too. I'll save they're them always... and save them and save until I don't know when. Cause they're always like, Oh, do you want to redeem this purchase? And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> you can't take them from me. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I did spend them all at once a while ago and I had like 20 bucks, which I was like holding on to dear life. But then I went out with my other younger brother. He's eight and he saw like this toy he really wanted. So I like redeemed them then. But like now I'm like only at $5 and every time I see it, I'm like. <laughs> That's an honorable way to spend them though, at least. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of. But it, it made his day. So it was worth it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Are you doing any Black Friday book shopping? So. My dad's dog had to go to the dog hospital last week. I'm sorry. I didn't. Dog hospitals are expensive. (laughs) Yeah. I offered to pay for part of it. And that took a huge chunk out of my Black Friday money. So. Oh, my God. That's such like a good deed, though. That's really (laughs) nice of you. You're allergic to dogs. (laughs) That makes it more like meaningful to me. I don't know why. Oh, I hope they're okay. Yeah, he's okay now. Good. But my dog owes me some purchases now (laughs) your dog owes you some mad book money (laughs) i guess it's kind of a good thing though because i probably would have gone overboard if i already have enough books i need to read already so it's a mood i have seen like this thing all can you tell that i'm spending way too much time on bookstagram because i keep talking about it but i keep seeing this thing that everyone has and it's like that little cart either from like ikea or like michael's i guess and it's like a little cart and they have like all their like books that they have to read next on it. Uh-huh. And I'm like kind of toying with that. But I'm like, would that just enable me to hoard more? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that should be my Black Friday book purchase, a book cart. We can tie that into one of our episodes for how we arrange our bookshelves later on. Ooh, oh, we need to talk about that, too, because mine is a disaster. <laughs> I won't explain why here, but like it's getting pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think I think that's all I have to say about winter. Me too. We're just getting hope... started into it, so. <laughs> I know. I like that we recorded this while we're still like semi like sane because like <laughs> in a couple months like I'm gonna be like you know those like movies where they get someone off a deserted island and they have a full on beard and they're like talking <laughs> to like that's gonna be me. <laughs> I'm gonna grow my mustache. Tom in. Hanks and Castaway. Yeah. <laughs> like show up to an episode and I'll like either have a real one or a drawn on one I'll be like Austin what's up (laughs) (laughs) I I almost got a fake beard for okay I don't know how many Halloweens now ago I was supposed to be you for Halloween (laughs) and I almost got like fake facial hair and I was super excited about it but then I was like okay I'll wait I'll wait to confirm to make sure we're doing it this year so next year you better watch out I'm gonna be like I think if I if I turn on to record one day and he just had a full-on beard (laughs) then she just It'd be 45 minutes of me laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Or you wouldn't notice for like 45 minutes. And then it would be like. (laughs) Is there something different about you today? (laughs) 
wow, like I, I hit the call button, but it looks like I'm just staring at myself in the camera. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's how it would go down, probably. Because we are twins separated at birth, so. Like, like we were saying before, bright young thing, we should have called this. <laughs> Yeah, one mind, one mind. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. I think that's all I have, Austin. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Okay, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Hopefully it's not super winter by then. <laughs> <laughs>